It's a lot of people's dream to play in a main event on a big stage in poker, be it a big World Series event like the main event or a, uh, an EPT main event or something like that. And today, we're bringing you a hand from EPT Monte Carlo, where this kind of thing is really in play, meaning we've got one player who had never cashed in a, in a, at anywhere, actually, on Hendon before. And here we are, five from the money. But he's got some nefarious plans, this guy. And we are going to see how the bubble really affects everyone and everything in this hand as it does so, so, so much. And this is something that's just going to come up over and over and over if you play poker tournaments. So we're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. The openings have really gotten a lot more conversational, haven't they? Yeah, I didn't do it today on The Breakdown this time. So what's going on with that? Trying stuff out. I, you know, actually, I did something, uh, a breakdown that came out, I think, on Monday. or For us, Monday. For everyone who's listening to this, it's like two months ago. And uh, someone tweeted that it was my, my most, the one thing that sounded the most like Ira Glass. And they said, kudos. And I really took that to heart. And I'm going for the This American Life type. You want again. to be Ira Glass. Of course I want to be Ira Glass. Ira Glass doesn't want to be you. That, that sort of tracks. <laughs> if I want to be him. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, but he might have demons, you know, might have some horrible demons. <laughs> what demons could Ira Glass possibly have? Those are the guys who have the worst demons, the guys that you can say that about. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? the Ted Bundy thing, right? Yeah. The good looking guy who's not going to harm anyone. That's the killer. Basically, you just called Ira Glass a serial killer on the air. <laughs> wow. Way to t- tank the brand. I be- said I want to be like him, though. So you want to kill people? <laughs> I mean, anyway, what you want to do in poker tournaments is kill people. Players poker lives and make more money that way. Yeah, okay. That's true. And we are in a bubble scenario. It's not on the bubble, but it's close because it's 140 players left and 136 get paid. So in these bigger events, it's a 5,500 euro buy-in or something. And 53, like, yeah. Yeah, with good structure. It might take a while still, but every, every moment is magnified for sure because it's one of the biggest ICM points until far later in the tournament. And when you say it might take a while, I mean, it's not going to take an hour usually, right? It's gonna, it may take like... A half an hour. It might, you know, it's like you might be in orbit or two away from the money. Right? You, it might be. It might be three hours. Also, like that I happens mean, pretty rarely in in an EPT event. Are you going to be three hours away from the money when you're four or five off? I mean, like almost never, right? I don't know, man. I mean, like I've played in a World Series event, which was a bigger field than this, yeah. and more players got paid. Where the bubble lasted, the actual bubble lasted an hour and a half. Yeah, I actually played in an event which had a 1,400-player uh, entry pool. I played in Hollywood this a few years ago, and the bubble lasted an hour and a half also, the true bubble. So it was crazy. four players could last a long time, especially when the structure is better and stacks are deeper. I feel like, though, the players being better makes the bubble less likely to last long. There's terrible players everywhere. There will be Of course, but, yeah. in, but in like the Planet Hollywood event or the World Series event, there's going to be worse players than there are in like an EPT, don't you think? Probably. You used to think all those EPT guys were great in 2010. <laughs> and you guess you like, oh, yeah, four, seven betting with King Jack yeah. off is actually a good play because it worked this time. Benny Spindler. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a fair point. Um, but at the same point, back then, it, maybe that was pretty good because it sort of worked enough. You know, now that stuff doesn't work anymore because everyone's better. You know, yeah. my point is that like the better the better the players are, the less the quicker the bubble is going to go in general, right? Because people are going to be taking more shots at the bubble. People are going to be more stout on the bubble, like as opposed to just, you know, getting out of the way and letting people just run over them. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's two different types of bubble spots, I feel like. There's the bubble spots like this and other big field tournaments, and then there's other bubble spots that we've talked about before, which are like the uh, high roller bubble spots where there's seven players left, and yeah. like everybody's aware of all of the stacks very well and stuff. And it's a very different thing, right? Absolutely. Th- this is like the unknowing bubble spot where you're sitting there with 11 blinds, just like, I hope this works out okay. Yeah, you qu- know? quick story. So uh, last year, it's the end of day three, the main event. We are on the bubble, the true bubble. Actually, we're, um, yeah, we're on the true bubble. And uh, like every hand, we're going hand for hand. And every hand, you know, there's a gajillion players left, right? I think there's something like over 1,000 players left. Maybe, maybe 1,400 even, something like that. So every hand, like we stop and like there's two people who are all in or three people all in and we find out, you know, like does anyone bust and no one busts and we go play the next hand. So it, as that's going on, this, so we're playing the next hand and the guy who's been destroying the bubble at our table the entire time raises. It folds to um, the guy in my media, right, who's the other guy who's been destroying the bubble the whole time. They've just been like so super aggressive. It's been working out great for them. He re-raises. I fold my small blind. The big blind is a guy who has just a few more chips than the re-raise that had just happened. And he goes into a huge, like talking to himself, figuring things out tank. He finally goes all in. The first guy falls. The second guy calls with any two at that point. Yeah, of course. Turns out the second guy actually has queens. He actually has a good hand. Our guy has ace-king suited. Wow. And this is like, if he folds his hand, he's very likely to have made the money by the next hand. Yeah. Right? Um, but he, like, went for it. And he flops a king. The other guy flops open-ended, I think turns a flush draw, but misses everything. Wow. Our guy wins. Five people are all in um, that we get to hear about, including our guy, actually. In fact, this is, like, the famous shot of... Famous. for Among poker, you know, poker guys fans anyway the shot of me like standing from the yeah. thing that's that's that shot that's when this hand was going on right um so they go around our hand is one of the ones they do they do the first three including our hand everyone all the the underdogs all win not the underdogs the people with the shorter stacks win then the last two short stacks both bust and we're in the money and it's over but like our guy decides to call it off with ace king there which is like he, he was making this whole speech about it. he's, he's not afraid he's not going to try and sneak into the money yeah. and i was like i mean okay you didn't sneak into the money well, and they congratulations. Got, had a real stack, too. What'd you say? You had a real stack after that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it ended up being a, a pretty good play, I think. I mean, sorry. It, it's a good play if you don't care about making that $15,000 that much, right? Yeah. If that $15,000 matters to you in any way, it's a bad play, probably. But, um, but if you're trying to win the tournament and things like that, it's absolutely a good play. So it's a good EV poker play. It's yeah. probably a good EV poker play. It's, a bad, um, it's bad if you need the money. <laughs> well, you probably shouldn't be playing the main event if you need the money. Okay. That's fine, but most people, I can tell you, as we at the last hour of the bubble play was like super tough and tight, and everyone's feeling the money pressure of fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand is a lot of money. So this is what I. So yeah. there you go. Like, like I would not have gone all in with Ace King there. I'm sure I would have folded it. I would have been like, ah, I look at the first card. I'm like, ooh, if it's a King or an Ace, I guess I have to go. And like, oh god, it's a King. It's an, it's the other one. It's a big like. It's an easy fold. Like I have no fold equity. I'm not going to take my, like at best. What am I at best? I'm like 70 some odd percent and a fair amount of time. I'm a, I'm a dog. Yeah. Like I don't even know what the, the first guy hasn't even folded yet. By the way, he opened like plus two. Like, what am I doing here? Like I'm out. I'm out. Like it's an easy fold, you know? All so, right. so I'm not if, saying that's right, but I'm saying that's, that's 
how I would how I would have played it on the exact bubble. So if the event is big enough, you can bully Jonathan on the bubble. No question. Yeah, that's good for people to know because you know in the main event I did play against a poker guys fan who didn't tell me he was a poker guys fan until the end of day one. Yeah, and then he was like very happy to tell me about it. We got into a bunch of big confrontations during the day. Mm. That guy's gonna destroy you. Well, Andy, here's the thing, Andy. He's gonna destroy you. <laughs> here's the here's the one problem. If it isn't the exact bubble, though, I've I've decided I've got to play stronger. Like the next time I'm in a main event bubble situation, like like a like World Series main event. Like I felt that was a little too much. I didn't really ever have anything, and situations weren't great for me. But still, mindset wise, I didn't. I've, we've talked about this before. Like my mindset wasn't as um, predatory as I'd want it to be, and I've changed that. So like, I'm ready to go, <laughs> Andy's or whomever. And he's going to get you. That said, if it's the exact bubble, I've ace king, and I have no fold equity, I'll probably fold. You're right. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Well, I'll maybe, take the fifteen. Depends on how your summer's going. Maybe that's a fair point. If I'm up like four hundred thousand dollars, I'm definitely not folding. <laughs> but you know, these, these are not advice uh, for poker. Just being honest, yeah, it's honest. <laughs> Jonathan Levy honesties. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so that's kind of the type of situation we're in here. Yeah. Not quite as big of a bubble, but pretty big. Probably something like eight to 10,000 euros. Yeah. Uh, as far as the bubble. I think, I think it's closer to like, yeah, eight or nine. And uh, so we got somebody, Bazano. Enio. Enio Bazano and somebody. Enio Bazano Jr. And he's got about 800K in winnings, something like that. Yeah. And then we got somebody, Thomas Houskis. Thinkus Thomas Houskis. Yeah. So Thomas Houskis is going to be the guy who has more chips in this hand. Yeah. So it's not spoiling anything to tell you that Thomas Houskis is going to cash in this event. Right. Um, and the thing about Thomas Houskis that's interesting is this is his first cash. Right. But then since, and this happened in April and we're recording this in May, but he's already got three more Hendon mob caches. So I think he looks pretty young. He's a guy who like just aged into live poker, yeah, like just recently, and now is playing all the big stuff and was a kind of an online crusher guy before that. Seems like that's likely. Yeah. Also, the way he plays his hand does not feel like amateur at all. No. So that's what we're, we think. Thomas Houskis, not much of a Hendon, but probably will have one. Yeah. In the near future. Yeah. <laughs> so Bizano is going to be our effective stack with seventy one point five k at the three k big blind level and queens under the gun. Yeah. And. If you've ever been in the biggest spot in your life, and everybody has been in the biggest spot of their lives, but <laughs> if the biggest spot of your life has ever been near a bubble of an event that you usually wouldn't be in, you know that feeling of like, we're close to the bubble. Oh, I have queens under the gun. I hate it. Like, I, I guess right. I have to raise, but I hate it. You know? You hate everything when if you're like not loving bubble stuff, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I have aces. I'm going to raise and I hope I don't get a caller because if I get a caller, I could go bust. You know I mean? This is like what happens and this yeah. is why bubble play is so interesting and it can actually. be so profitable if yeah. you take advantage of it. Yeah. You, you can really just crush the bubble. I love crushing the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> so Bizano with about 24 blinds opens to 8,000 with queen of diamonds, queen of clubs under the gun folds around to Thomas Ouskis, our young up and comer on the button. He's got 165 K so he's got over 50 bigs. 55, yeah. Yeah, and he flats the button with jack 10 of hearts, which a lot of players are just going to fold near the bubble when a shortish under-the-gun player opens with jack I mean, 10 of hearts. If you don't, I think without the bubble dynamic, you should fold this hand. Like, like if you can't apply pressure later, you mean? Yeah, like if there isn't, if there isn't a meta way to be able to apply, apply pressure, or you know something about this guy, maybe. That's fine. If you, have like a, if you feel like you can outplay him post-flat, but when they open under the gun this short, jack yeah. 10 suited just isn't going to be gonna work for you i don't think but if pisano had like 120k it would be fine oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah of course different thing so thomas Askus, well thomas Askus is young so maybe he just plays more hands he's like young tom duan perhaps he is 
But then you want a three bet, obviously. But it's nice if you're Thomas Houses, you can like, all right, I'm going to call and sometimes I'm going to flop well and sometimes I'm going to win just because it's, we're close to the bubble and that's great. Yeah. And so that you put those things together. I have position. Cool. This is going to work enough of the time. This is a spot where I don't know if he knows anything about Bizano, but if you know anything about your opponent and you know they're not a big time player or anything, maybe three betting is better. Like, right. what are they going to do with Queens? They're going to hate everything. Part of it comes down to your own image. Yeah. And I will say, um, so I don't think this is giving too much away based on what we've already said about this hand, that um, Tomasukis, Houskis. Thomas Houskis, Thomas Houskis is going to try and use the bubble to his advantage here. He's going to try and bully yeah. with the bubble. Okay. Um, that's the dynamic that's going to be in playing this hand. So if he's doing that in this hand, my guess is he's been doing that already, which means then it's the three bit doesn't work as well, especially against the under the gun range where the yeah. guy may just be like, whatever, I go with it against you, you know? Yeah. Still sucks. It sucks. Anyway, Thomas Houskis is the only caller. Yeah. And uh, the pot is now $23,500. Not dollars. Chips. Yeah, what the hell, it's not. It's not the WPT. I'm what sorry. happened to you? You're yeah. just lying to the people now. Because this is your new thing. Deception. Or is it? Ooh, I like it. Yeah, think about I don't it. know anymore. Yeah, think about that. It's like I'm conning <laughs> the con. The con is conning me. It's confusing. It's like a James Patterson novel. Is that a, th- a thing? That That's would a be- guy who yeah. writes novels. I don't know anything about it. Along his- came a spider. Ashley Judd makes movies with Morgan Freeman uh, about James Patterson novels. Still? Not, just like not, once not a adapting, year? Not adapting James Patterson novels. They're about James Patterson ah. novels. They're about the writing, the process, ah. the whole thing, you know? And you said makes, so it's still it's an ongoing thing. Well, they made at least two, maybe three. I know they made two. One of them was called Along Came a Spider. There was another one. I think it's a sequel of sorts and with the same characters, but I'm not sure because I didn't see it. Okay. Because, come on. There's maybe, no reason to see that movie. Maybe, maybe it was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, it, it's possible that it was wonderful. You don't know. All right. So the flop comes, and it's not. there's a card that, that Bozano doesn't want to see. Yeah. It's the Deuce of Spades, the Three of Clubs, and the King of Diamonds. So that's right. a little poopy. It's not great. It's not the end of the world, actually, a king. King isn't that bad a card. Sort of just, sort of, now, this is before we've seen any action or we, see, we know anything, right? But, like, a king isn't horrible. You don't want to see it, of course. But at the same point, there aren't that many kings that Tomasowskis can really have, right? At least on a quick, if you think about it quickly. Now, I don't know how wide he's really calling. Can he have King 10 suited? I don't know. He can probably have King Jack suited if he can have Jack 10 suited, right? Yeah. Um, he might be able to have King 10 suited also. Um, you think he can have King Queen off? If he does, he doesn't have that many of them because we got two queens. Right, but he's got more than if, we had, if he only has King Queen suited. Right. Um, I'm going to guess he can have King Queen off if he has Jack 10 suited here. I would think, I would think he very likely does. Yeah, and then Ace King is probably going to be a three bet. Yeah, so there's, six, there's only six combos of uh, King Queen, period. Um, Ace King is a three bet because the stack is so short. Yeah, right? he's just going to be like, I'm not calling, right? Um, so now we're really down to like the King Jacks. Now maybe you can have King Jack off. If you can King, have King Jack off, that's 16 combos. King Jack suited is only three. That's a big difference. But, if, but my point is, that the King looks bad, but an Ace is way worse as a card than a King. Yes, an Ace is definitely worse because now he can have Ace Ten, he can have Ace Jack, he can have Ace Queen. He, um, he might have other suited aces for all we know. Like, I don't know. What, can he have ace-nine suited? I don't think so, but maybe. Feels like a lot more likely than king-nine suited, you know? Yeah. So it feels like an ace is just worse. 
Definitely worse. Still, you don't love it. I, you hate it, in fact. So what do you want to do is, Bizano? first act here with your queens? We have, like, now we have, like, 20 blinds left or 21 blinds left or something? 22, uh, probably. Okay. Um, if we think this is a guy who's, like, trying to push around the bubble like we've seen him do, I'm, like, I'm just I'm going to take, I'm going to pretend for a second we know that he's, like, exploiting the bubble for a second. Okay. Um, if that's the case, which often we're going to know by now, um, if we're Bazano in yeah. this spot, right? We'll have seen it. Uh, I think I like a check better than a bet, even though there are some really bad cards. On, I mean, aces on the turn are just like heartbreaking. Um, but I think I like a check because if we bet, it feels like we sometimes get into game theory disaster mode. Or if um, Thomas Sauskis, Sauskis? Yes. Uh, I'm just going to call him Vincus. If Vincus decides to uh, bluff us, we're just going to get bluffed, right? Like, we're not going to call if he raises, I don't think. If we bet as Bizano, you mean? Yeah. So, but check calling, like, keeps his range completely wide. And if he likes to be aggressive and bluff, that's how we get chips from him, right? Yeah. I'm, I kind of think deuce three king rainbow board when you're under the gun, the button calls is a check with queens, whether or not it's the bubble, whether or not there's a dynamic. Just because of the... Um, the game theory disaster parts yeah. of it. I mean, I think you do. And normally you get called by like pocket pairs for one street. Like pocket sevens isn't folding for one bet. Sure. But they might also bet. That's true. That's true. But then you're sort of, yeah, no, they might also bet. That's right. Um, I definitely like a check here. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm usually checking on this. I agree with you. Like no matter what. Yeah. In a cash game, I might bet it because people are more likely to call way more of the time, you know, with worse hands. But this is a damn tournament, Levy. It's a damn tournament and we're short. Even the other guy isn't that deep, right? Vincus isn't that deep either. Like, like Vincus, it feels like it feels like a check. It feels like a pretty clear check. Vincus is a sweet name. Yeah, uh, I mean, Enio is pretty good too. Enio, Enio, yeah. Sail away, sail away. Is that basically what we're talking about? That is uh, the male Enio. <laughs> Enio, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I think I like a check. Yeah, and a never fold basically. Can't fold the flop. Yeah. So Bazano's going to check, and Thomas Alaskis is like, well, this hand is a complete piece of shit on this flop. I have jack-ten of hearts. There is a deuce, a three, and a king. There are no hearts. I'm going to bet. If it makes sense to me. Like, the guy checked. Fantastic. Yeah, he could have ace-queen. He could have hands like that. Like, if, if uh, Enio bets, Vincus might call once with the back door and a, like, let's see if you bet again spot. You know, let's see if you're just going to give up on the turn. Um, or he might just fold. But he can immediately start, you know, generating fold equity right now. That's yeah. great. Probably not expecting to get a fold on the flop too often. This usually has to be a multi-street plan. I mean, this close to the bubble with, with Bazano's stack as short as it is, he might just be giving up with ace-queen in hands like that right now. Yeah, but he might have a lot of pocket pairs that yeah. he plays exactly like this. For sure. Can't fold. Can't fold for one bet. Yeah. But, you know, this can be the beginning of a story we tell also. Yeah. So Thomas Houskis is going to bet. He's going to bet 7,500 into 23,500. Okay. Cool. He's yeah. Gonna fold like, out some ace highs. Absolutely. Fold out a few better hands and uh, can tell a story later, which is nice. We're beginning to tell a story now, I should say. You know. What is the story? Uh, the story is either... I mean, the story is really we have King Jack, right? Yeah. That's the only obvious. Because the set is not believable. Is no, because you're usually folding that in this spot. It's just not Deuce, deep enough. Deuces or threes are really kind of a fold. You can't really call. Although maybe if you're like pushing around the bubble, maybe you call just the way you call with Jack 10. It's maybe. a speculative hand and you're going to like try and push him off it later. And it's all the same. Maybe. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you can have him as Vincus. Maybe you can have sets. Um, 
but probably not all the sets anyway, right? Probably, and I mean, not not saying he has kings, but I mean more like maybe not all sets of deuces and threes. Maybe he folds some of them and calls with some of them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just like looking for reasons to call though on the button in these, like on this spot. It's not crazy. Yeah. Maybe he has sets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it feels mostly the story is like king, jack, king, queen. Yeah. Not much ace, king. Maybe king, ten suited if he's kind of a loosey goosey guy. Sure. He might ch- the he might check those back too though, right? Sometimes if he actually has like a, a weak ish king, he might just check it back with the whole like hard to get a huge amount of value anyway. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I'm in this spot with King Jack, I do a lot of checking back. I mean, it would come down to what your image is, right? If you actually have a, the crazy taking advantage of the bubble image, you should True. be betting. If you're seen as a tighter guy and you haven't been doing much, you should be checking your king. Yeah, so play against your image there for sure. So 7,500, and Bizano obviously cannot fold, even no. though it are, it's like, it feels like, I know you're betting again. It's, this is terrible. Well, you're like, maybe he shuts down sometimes. I mean, but when he shuts down, we're, all, we're pretty much always ahead. Not always, actually. We're often ahead when he shuts down. And when he bets, we're sometimes ahead. <laughs> so Bizano calls. Yeah. And it kind of looks like he has what he has, right? He looks like he has, like, eights through queens, yeah. basically. That is what it looks like to me. Yeah. Maybe eights is more of a bet for Bazano because there's more to protect against. Maybe. It's not crazy. So maybe it's more like tens through queens. Who knows? Yeah. But it's kind of face up. And Thomas Houskis could either have a bubble play or a king or a set. Yep. Those things all track, as we say lately in this podcast. Do we say that? I said it twice now. The pot is 38,500. And you know what else tracks? My love for betting and gambling. Elaborate, please. I like to go online and I like to bet and gamble. On what website? Oh, oh is that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like to do it, Grant, on Nitrogen Sports Poker. Okay. Actually, they're just called Nitrogen Sports, but the poker is the part we generally talk about. Yeah, that's what they hire us for is yeah, the poker stuff. because we are a poker But we're allowed podcast. to talk about the other stuff they do. It's also, you know, it's called Nitrogen Sports for a reason. They're sports betting. It's a great, I love sports betting. Grant. It's a great place to sports bet. There's casino <laughs> games. Um, the poker is what we're here to, to give you some good stuff on, though, because we have, of course, our monthly poker guys tournament where we have a guarantee of a thousand buy-ins and we never get more than a hundred. So it's a really good deal. You should do it. Getting an insane value. It's the greatest iterated value in poker, in fact. So you're welcome. Yeah, you are welcome. And you have to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up or you don't even get to see that in the lobby of Nitrogen Sports Poker Area. Thank you. I know what you, how you feel about that. Fucking shill. <laughs> I mean... Grant doesn't like that. Is everybody who's paid to sponsor things a shill? No, no, no. If you believe in the product, you're not a shill. So I'm not a shill. I believe in the product. I love Nitrogen Sports. I do too. Yeah, but there's still something shilly about you. You're a I know shill. You, I know you love nitrogen. No, sports, you're but. a shill. Oh, that yeah, good job. Yeah, just just call me whatever thing that. No, you are. <laughs> Grant is doing the old silent treatment now. He did not. He really has a little reaction to being calling it a shill, and it's it's nice to see. It's nice that you're not completely dead inside. Because you're a shill. <laughs> nitrogen is not a shill, and they give you they give you your Bitcoin fast. <laughs> I want to talk about that now. All right. Did we talk about the link in the description? Yeah, of course. I, why don't you fucking listen to me? I'm not listening at all. I was just trying to think of funny You never listen to, to me. <laughs> but the audience should listen to how when you win stuff on Nitrogen, you get your Bitcoin out really fast, about 90 minutes, which is great. Yeah. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. It's pretty amazing. It is. It's quite something. It's, it's good stuff. Get in there. 
Get on Nitro Gen. Okay. 38,500 in the pot. The turn is the seven of diamonds. The board now reads deuce of spades, three of clubs, king of diamonds. Turn seven of diamonds, two queens for Bazano. He does have the queen of diamonds, which I guess matters a little bit. Sure. Um, Bazano can't really do much but check at this point, right? It would be super weird called. to bet now. Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely, against some players, get you blown off the hand pretty quick. Yeah. So Bazano's going to check, and uh, Thomas House is, is going to show us that He's not just some guy who's never cashed before. He's probably a guy who has been in spots like this online a bunch or something. He's going to keep going. Yeah. He's going to bet again. He knows that this had to be a multi-street plan a lot of the time. And he knows that Bazano is unlikely to have a big hand. Yes. Like, Bazano doesn't have many kings at this point. I mean, if Bazano... The more crazy Thomas Sauskas is, the more likely Bazano is to have a king. True. That said... He still probably doesn't really want to just be check calling and letting Thomas House just sort of get there with whatever, you know, like he's a, if, if you're afraid at all in the bubble, and I'm not saying Bazano is, but, but a lot of players would be, right? With their super short stack of 20 blinds here or whatever, yeah. they're usually not going to want to be in check call, check call mode with one, with one pair on, in this spot. They're like happy to take down the pot and like yeah. move the hell on, you know? Yeah. That's my guess. So I think Thomas Houskis is targeting the type of hand that Bazano has still. Uh, unfortunate for me, blocks jacks and tens, but that means maybe there's a couple more kings in in Bazano's range. But whatever. Yeah, and Bazano's not going to be folding a king. I mean, I wouldn't expect it. No. So Thomas Haskins bet sixteen k into thirty eight five, and this is really uncomfortable for Bazano. Thing is, it's still only five blinds, and you're still going to have like fifteen blinds after you call, right? He still has one hundred fifty k after this, something like that, right? No, no, sorry, Thomas, not 150. Thomas Houskis will have It'd be 45K, 45K. 40K after. if he calls. 40K, okay, so 13 blinds if he yeah. calls. I mean, it's not great, but we have a good hand, and this, assuming this guy's, you know, bullying the bubble a little bit, I think we're supposed to definitely not fucking fold. Okay. Right? And Bazano agrees. He makes the call. It sucks. Your hand is kind of face up. Kind of. Yep. Maybe once in a while you've got a very strong hand, but feels like your hands so let's move up. on to the inevitable so we can talk about all this okay good Seventy thousand five hundred in the pot now pot got big rivers the deuce of diamonds pairs the deuce and brings a third diamond diamonds came in back door so it reads uh deuce of spades three of clubs king of diamonds seven of diamonds deuce of diamonds bizano checks again yeah can't do anything but that that's a clear check i think he's really hoping in his heart of hearts that it goes check check of he course. wins and you move the hell on that would be great right yep that's not what happens. Thomas Houskis, after a, after a beat, moves in for the 40K effective yep. of Bazano. So what should you be thinking about as Bazano when this happens? Okay, well, we should be thinking about things like, uh, what is this guy's value that he plays this way all the way through? Yeah, that's a very important question. Yeah. Obviously, quad deuces. If he has quad deuces, three's full. If he could have three's full. Those both make sense if he can have them. Uh, backdoor diamonds does make sense. Yeah, he could easily have jack 10 of diamonds instead of jack 10 of hearts. Yeah. I think he played just like this. Yeah. Um, okay. The one of the big questions is: Does he still have King Jack? Yeah, and King Queen. Let's even call it King Queen. That's like the best king he can have, right? Maybe to answer that, we should ask a question more about Thomas Houskis's intention. What is Thomas Houskis targeting here? What does he think Bazano has? Um, I would think at this point he would assume it's queens, jacks tens and like good but not great kings like king jack itself king jack maybe king queen at best yeah 
I guess there could be a little ace king in there if there's some king queen in there, but I would think less and less the stronger you go. You know. Do you think he's expecting to fold out king queen? I think he thinks there's a real shot he can fold out king queen. I don't think I would ever fold king queen here. If, if I you were play present. it this way, yeah. But only to a guy who's like a known bubble aggressor, right? What does he have that's better than king queen? It has to be backdoor diamonds. It's basically. mostly backdoor diamonds. I think I'm just calling mostly unless I know very strongly the guy's like, oh, this is the tightest person I've ever met. Well, yeah, if it's yeah. a super tight guy. Yeah. If it's a super tight guy, you fold the turn. I don't think this is, I don't think this can be a target of kings. This is a bad place. He's just targeting the, un, the, the under pairs to the king? Yeah, I think. That sucks then. You have jack 10. I know. That's really brutal. It is. There's like just 12 combos we're targeting basically? It's just pure, pure Maybe nines. Bully. I guess we could be targeting nines also. Yeah. Pure bubble bully, I guess. Yeah. Because I really just don't feel like it's a good idea to try to target top pair on such a dry board. Look, I guess it maybe maybe we know enough about Bazano to know that he's really not he's really batting that on the flop. Yeah, he's batting maybe. top pair on the flop. So maybe we can actually eliminate almost all the kings. Maybe, maybe not one hundred percent of them, but almost all of them, and then that makes us much better again. Because if you think he's not folding a king and he, and he's checking a bunch of his top pair kings, then that's a real problem. Yeah, and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, would you fold king queen if you played it this way? No. No, of course not. Uh, this short, I wouldn't consider it. Yeah. I would take a deep sigh before I threw the chip in to call on the river because it would suck because I'm like, doesn't, isn't it obvious I'm calling? Like, yeah. isn't my hand so fucking obvious I call? Because I played it this way, and I'm like, this is the best hand I ever have. Yeah. <laughs> I call, um, but I would not like it at all. No, of course. But, again, but, I, but you know, against a, if he's a known bully on the bubble, it's a much easier call. Then you're like, call. Like, you got me? Let me know. <laughs> you know, I hope you don't have me this time. Mostly you don't, right? Mostly I win. Yeah. Yeah, so the question with queens is different about that because obviously we're calling with king-queen, no problem. We're calling with king-jack probably similarly. Yeah. So the question is, okay, does Thomas Huskis take his king-jack, his king-10 suited, his king-queen, and play it this way? Right. That's the major question that, that Bazanu has to answer because backdoor diamonds are backdoor diamonds, whatever. If that happened, that happened. Yeah. Like, so be it. That's just kind of random. Right. Um. So it would be for value if Thomas Haskis was doing this with King Jack, King Queen. You would have to believe so. It would not be a bluff. Yeah. He'd be trying to get called by a worse hand. I don't believe he would shove King Jack. You don't think Just really thinking about it. The diamonds came in, the deuce paired. He'd be worried about getting value. There's no chance Pizano has diamonds. I understand that. But I'm saying practically he's going to think like it's so hard to get called by worse why why put myself in a spot where in case he decided to like play ace king this way or king queen this way you know like sure he can have queens and i can get but i don't even know if he's going to call me with queens right right like i think he's just checking back king jack yeah so that's problematic if that's true yeah right so because we have queens now we can if we can eliminate king jack yeah and worse i mean there's six combos of king queen we don't put him on ace king because we were too short when we opened for him just to flat like it's those things backdoor diamonds and sets, I don't know. Is he really shoving king queen if he's not shoving king jack? Probably not. It's probably the same. I would think it's the same. I don't know, but I would think so. Maybe he shoves king queen, but whatever. I would guess he's checking it, though. Yeah. So this is problematic for Thomas Houskis's line here. Yeah. He and, loses uh, a lot of his value. Yeah. So I think basically this is probably a profitable line at this stage of the tournament for Thomas Houskis, but it's also a nonsensical line. Like mostly not 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 nonsensical, but not a very good story, right? And uh, if you're sitting there in your Bozano, you have to kind of allow yourself to 
remove the thought of the bubble and theorize fully right. in order to make the right play here, which is to call. Mm-hmm. And Bozano does it. Yeah. He calls. And I do think that is correct based on what we've just mm-hmm. come, come to here because he's saying, like, I have quad deuces, threes full, which I'm not sure if Thomas Eskis plays those. He may not have pre-flop. those in his range at all. It may be just backdoor diamonds, yeah. basically. Random two diamonds. And maybe if he doesn't do it with the Kings, which, like, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of value to be had to do it with the Kings. What, what was the turn? Seven of diamonds. Yeah. So maybe you can have pocket sevens. Exactly. Yeah. Specifically that too. Sure. So, okay. So that, so this pocket sevens makes a lot is a, more believable than deuces or threes. Yeah. Like, he might call pocket sevens because he doesn't necessarily need to improve those as often. Right. right. But uh, that, that along with backdoor diamonds is kind of like, so be it territory. He also might three bet pocket sevens and not be flatting them when the guy opens with 20 blinds or 22. Maybe. Blinds yeah. He may just call it cause it's under the gun, but he may also just throw it away for the same reasons you throw away trays. Yeah. So pocket sevens questionable. So, yeah, I think this is a good call by Bazano. I think this is still, it's not a bad play by Thomas Haskins because of the situation, but it would be a bad play if it was a non-ICM related situation, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Um, I do. I do. Um, I like the call down as well for all the reasons we're saying. If we thought Thomas Haskins was tight, I wouldn't like the call down. No. But if we think he's a bully, which he clearly is, then I like the call down for sure. I assume there's a lot more evidence than just this hand of that because people are not subtle when they're blowing the bubble. No. It's very obvious when people are blowing the bubble. You know, they don't try and hide because it doesn't matter. You don't have to hide. It's amazing. Right. I've already told the story, but in a, like a $300 tournament in Tahoe that we were playing at a circuit event, there was a guy who had finished 15th or something in the main event that year, the World Series main event. Um, really good player. And on the bubble, his he literally opened 100% of hands when we were like five from the bubble until the bubble burst. And it was very effective. He chipped up huge. I know. It was like so, so not subtle at all. I mean, that was like that story, like inspired both of us to play bubbles really differently. Yeah. I remember we did a podcast about it and talked yeah. about it for a long time. And I absolutely changed my entire mindset around bubbles to like, oh, you mean I could like open like king six off in early position on the bubble, like under yeah. the bubble if everyone's scared? Oh, great. <laughs> you know, and like fantastic. I can do that now, you know? Right. And like that really, really changed how I, how I play in those spots. Yeah. Well, in the end, well done by Bizano to hold on and make the right theoretical play. Yes. I um, I like how both these guys played this hand. Yeah. I think they both played it well. That's always nice. Yeah. Yeah.